You're listening to Brain Buster Radio. Welcome to Everything Pro Wrestling. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans, for the fans. And here's your host, Conrad Cushman. This is MLW referee Doug Markham, and you're listening to Everything Pro Wrestling with Conrad Cushman. Welcome to Everything Pro Wrestling. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans, for the fans. I am your host, Conrad Cushman. I am being joined today by Robert Anderson. Robert, say what's up. What's going on, people? We are going to talk about a lot of the wrestling news, as you guys heard with the intro. Hopefully, you guys like that little 10-second track I had to find. I thought it would, you know, add some flair to the episode. Woo! And speaking of flair, folks, I got to let you know, you have to be looking in the description box once you are subscribed to this podcast, you guys are going to get some awesome deals from us at Brain Buster Radio. Right now, we have Wrestling Resurgence video on demand. We have a link to the site down below. And if you use the code BRAINBUSTER15, and that's with the ER, you guys will get 15% off the show, and you guys can catch all of the great content on video on demand. It's a great deal for you guys. Also, using the same code, BRAINBUSTER15, with the ER, 15% off Wrestling Resurgence merch. We have the link down below for that as well. And last but not least, we cannot forget our friends at FourCornersCards.com. If you guys love pro wrestling trading cards, if you guys want all the indie greats, Four Corners Cards has you covered. No pun intended. You will get 10% off by using the code BBRADIO10, and you guys are not going to regret it. Imagine getting a card like MJF, Cody. You never know who you could get in a pack, and these guys could be the next big star in pro wrestling. So make sure you guys get that 10% off by using the code BBRADIO10 and get yourself some trading cards. With that being said, though, Rob, we got to talk some pro wrestling news, man. We got a lot happening in the world of wrestling coming up here. <sighs> so much stuff, so little time, right? Yeah, man. You know, we got a big week coming up soon. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. This will be airing on Saturday. So once that happens, there's no more time in between this after. We will get all of these great wrestling shows, and we'll run through all of that. But let's talk about the news right now. And let's start with Impact Wrestling. That's right. We're getting some Impact love on the show today. Um, and it starts off with AEW Raids Impact Wrestling's production division. And this was kind of an exclusive news, and all of this is coming from sescoops.com, and there's one other site that I will give the props to when it is time. But on sescoops.com, they have uh, all of this talk about Kevin Sullivan, and for the record, this is not the Taskmaster Kevin Sullivan. I saw a lot of that in my Facebook group. Not that guy. This is a different Kevin Sullivan. But it looks like Kevin Sullivan has cut a deal with his Kevin Sully TV group based out of Nashville. They're going to be working with AEW's lead producer, Keith Mitchell. There has been a mass exodus, supposedly, uh, that has left Impact Wrestling scrambling. 
everybody is trying to go out. And I don't know if the Anthem didn't have a deal with these guys, but shame on them if they didn't, because this doesn't sound like a raid if you didn't have a contract to secure the people. It's 2019, man. I don't know. What do you think of this, Rob? I don't know. It just seems like with Impact Wrestling, like it seems like they're always missing something. Like They're not covering all their bases before they proceed forward, and it always ends up setting them back like two step, one step forward, two steps back. What, what it seems like. I guess it's tough. I, I, I'll i bring it up. What do you think of the Killer Cross situation, too? Are they treating him wrong, or is Killer Cross wrong? Uh, well, pardon my French, but they're kind of lay dicks for this. I, uh, I get it. You know, he signed a contract, so I get the business side, but you heard about the situation with the Triple H, with the Triple A show, where um, I guess they were running a show across the street from uh, Madison Square Garden, Triple A, and they needed some license or whatever, so they were able to use... Um, Impact. Impact license, and in that deal, you can use our license, but take Killer Cross off your show. In Killer Cross's contract, he's able to book his own indie dates or indie shots, whatever you want to call them, as long as they don't interfere with his Impact schedule, which he's not scheduled right now. So it just makes him look like a petty company, and for someone that's trying to move forward in the business world, it's not a good look. If this is how you're going to treat your uh, your constituents. So, I don't know, man. That's just... It's business, man, and it's tough sometimes. And I see both sides of the coin, but it's I, I, I it's just it's it's a bad look all around. It's you have a heart, man, and sometimes if you're not going to use the guy, let him go, release him, man. There's no point. Let Luke him <laughs> He came back. He came <laughs> back. Leave Luke alone. Um, and we also got some news. So here's some positive news for Impact. Besides them being on Axis TV, I can't wait for October 29th for Impact. Impact Wrestling needed this more than anyone else with television deals. They've been good, too. Listen, Impact Wrestling has been slept on for quite some time. If you guys know Derek on my YouTube videos, I'm looking right at you, D. Impact Wrestling's good, bro. Don't hate. I don't really care about what they did in the past. I I think that they put on a solid show. Like, I don't mind watching their pay-per-views. I haven't watched their weekly product, but I think the pay-per-views are very solid. I catch it when I can, but Pursuit Network is just bad, so I'll catch it on Twitch or whatever. It's a fishing network, man. (laughs) (laughs) Like, who's watching that? That's something that you just fall asleep to. Exactly. But, um... Oh, what do we got going on with Impact here? So it says that Impact Wrestling uh, had kind of a issue so they paid bonuses to talents who worked a long pre-tape day in las vegas for the whole brian cage melissa santos wedding and that's really cool that they ended up doing that for a lot of the wrestlers so as much flack as impact gets for not doing the right thing i thought that was very cool so i think with don Callis, there's kind of maybe like i don't know if he's running it all but there seems like there's like a kind of traditional line that he doesn't want crossed and some of these guys are just out of touch with it. Yeah. It, and speaking of Don Callis, he actually was on Conan's Keeping It 100 podcast. And during it, he was asked by Disco Inferno about AEW NXT. Oh, Disco. Oh, I'll keep my comments to myself for this one. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, He implied during the conversation that AEW perhaps should have decided to go head-to-head with Raw on Monday nights. And Don Callis kind of retorted back and said, and I quote, it seems like Tony Khan has wanted to make this their own thing and not make it about going after Vince. At least that's what I think they have said publicly over and over again. Callis said on the show after Disco suggested that AEW should have gone head to head with Raw, 
he said, quote, so if you want to do your own thing, you say, you know what? We think people will follow us and we'll be destination programming. Callis would continue to talk about the AEW roster. He said they've got some wonderful talent. Our boy Chris Jericho is the AEW champion who Don Callis has a tremendous relationship with. And he's also really good friends with Kenny Omega. And Conan mentioned to Callis something of a mentor to Kenny Omega. And he said, I think the correct term is guru more than mentor. Callis corrected Conan, spiritual advisor to Kenny. Uh, amazing relationship with them, Rob. What do you What do you want to add to that? Uh, just Winnipeg's finest, you know. Um, Listen, I, I didn't know Don Callis was that dude, man. I just thought he was the dude who managed the the freaking what were they called, the Truth Commission and Kurgan. <laughs> I, I hated them. Recon and what was the other one's name? Uh, Kurgan. <laughs> I have no idea. Kurgan, no, was, Kurgan was just Kurgan, but. It was Recon. Was it Sniper or something? Yeah, Sniper. <laughs> oh, God. It just reminds you of those bad action figures you get like on Christmas Day. You're like, oh, mom, come Actually, on. I had the jackal. Yeah, me too. <laughs> with the little uh, purple dot, mm-hmm. right? Shout out to Don Callis. Um, let's get into some of the WWE news next. We're going to take breaks in between, though, when we switch to a different company, and you'll hear a word from each sponsor in between then. So we will be right back with more in the news. Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at Powerslam.tv. All right, and we're back. Shout out to our friends at powerslam.tv. So, Rob, let's get into the WWE side of things right now. How are you feeling about WWE? Uh, well, one, RIP Kofi's reign. It was fun while it lasted. <laughs> Come on, we don't know that. What if Kofi defies the odds, a trouble in paradise to Brock Lesnar? Oh, I'd be happy as hell, but rest, no, no, rest in peace, Kofi. <laughs> We already saw this happen at the, uh, what was it, the Tokyo show mm, when they did it there? That was just pure domination. But I feel like like WWE, they're getting on the right track. The Fiend stuff has been phenomenal. Um, Time out, though. I have to call a spade a spade with them, though, too. At the same token, like, F that, dude. You guys weren't trying for that whole time until now. Now you know what to do. This is all part of the plan. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway. We have another title match announced for Raw season premiere. Folks, everyone's like, when did wrestling have season premieres? Don't fall for this. This is fiscal year BS and television (laughs) premiere BS. It doesn't mean Jack Diddley squat. It just happens to fall during this time period. So they're like, perfect. And it'll just all click. It's a marketing ploy, so I I don't fault them for that. No, it's just what it is. But everybody's like, what season premiere? And I'm like, don't I thought they didn't have an off season. Don't worry. It's kind of like the whole, uh, (laughs) it's kind of like the whole, oh, uh, during the Super Bowl, uh, they're going to do a special Raw. No one cares, all right? And that NXT special during this year's Super Bowl was great. That was a halftime show. That's different. I'm talking about when they had, like, Billy Gunn and them dressed up and they made the ring. Yeah, you know, you haven't been through bad days in Monday Night Raw until you remember stuff like that. Anyway, so they have another title match announced, and it looks like 
This show is going to be stacked. So the Raw Tag Team Champions, Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler, will be taking on Heavy Machinery to get stakes and weights. Uh, we also have a match of the United States Champion AJ Styles versus Cedric Alexander. Sasha Banks versus WWE Women's Tag Team Champion Alexa Bliss. The Miz will host Miz TV with Hall of Famers Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan. Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman will be appearing. So it's probably Brock's farewell to Raw, basically. And the WWE Universal Champion Seth Rollins taking on Rey Mysterio, a match that I really think was the right move for them to make last Monday on Raw. We've never seen it, and I think these two could rip it up if they actually give them time. Like I said, I think this is still subtly like a farewell tour for Rey Mysterio, so I want to see him get in there and mix it up with different opponents. They did it a couple weeks ago with uh, Ram and Elite. Mm-hmm. I was kind of hoping they would go somewhere with that because I'm not sure if you're familiar, but he was a vicious hill down in a AAA and CMLL. Oh, lear- I'm learning something. Ram and Elite was a bad dude. Well, let me ask this. Isn't Ray Mysterio supposed to be teaming with Dominic? Wasn't that what was said originally? I guess they're working towards that. They're not going to put Dom in the ring yet. Man, that's some bullshiggity, bro. <laughs> Why would you waste our time with Dominic on TV and then not use him? Maybe it's all going to play out eventually. Slow burn, man. I hope so. I'm thinking, I say they wait to the Royal Rumble. Rey Mysterio's in there, then Dominic eliminates him. I think you have Walter's music play, and oh, then Dominic God. comes out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, most people probably don't know where that joke comes from. Who started that Uh the Walter and Dominic. Oh, Dude. Matt Riddle. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Um, but yeah, Raw looks like it's going to be all right. And we'll get into some more Monday Night Raw, too. This is going to jump all around WWE. Back to Raw, though. I feel like they're like stopping. They're going to stop caring about Raw soon. Oh. This is going to be like the last good show. I know. Soon? You, I talked about it last week. I know. You know how many people were giving me shit for that <laughs> episode title? Has Raw lost its spot? Bro, I feel it has. It's oh, over, it I think. Is. I think it's done. I mean, I'm not saying that Raw is going to be the worst show, but but they are not the number one show of Vince McMahon's focus anymore. When Fox pays you a billion dollars, you listen. Yeah, I'm saying it's not the fiscal priority right now. USA kind of dumped on them. Remember when they were having a hard time the last time they were trying to get television rights? Mm-hmm. Yeah, USA got a bargain. Yeah, they had the crumb crawling back. Next one, Rob. We got NXT UK moving time slots next week. They're moving to Thursdays. The one free day that wrestling fans had now. (laughs) Thursdays, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 p.m. BST. What do you you think of NXT UK, man? I enjoy it. I never watch it when it airs. I just watch it on demand, whatever. Yeah. But I'm enjoying it. NXT UK is fun, but do you feel like it's going to get cut from your weekly wrestling intake? Like, I haven't really asked you what you're going to be, like, really, really watching. And maybe I'll save that for the end. But is NXT UK, like, I have to watch this? Or is it kind of like, yeah, if I catch it, I catch it at this point? For me, it's more like when when it's on, it's on. But I'm going to try as watch. I'm gonna try to watch as much as I can. I feel like they're, they always have to bring talent in when they do their takeover specials because the... the I don't want to say. How do I say this? I sound to mess up. Like the guys aren't big enough stars. Some of them. Yeah. Well, they don't have like the global appeal like uh, more well-established stars on television do. Right. Like you like, want Pete Dunne. You want Tyler Bate. Yeah. You want all those guys there, and they're fine in the spots that they're in. But what about Wolfgang? Wolfgang. Yes, <laughs> we both went there. I love Wolfgang, man, but he doesn't get the respect he deserves. I know. Shout out to Gallus too. Best thing. Best thing. 
But they're going to be going to that Thursday spot. I don't know if that's a smart move for them. I don't know if they become the new 205 Live that's just forgotten about. Speaking of 205 Live, I don't know if that's on the itinerary or not, but has it been confirmed that they're going to be merging with NXT or not? They haven't said it yet, but I feel that the RIP symbols for 205 Live are coming sooner rather than later. If they do it, just keep the belt, make the strap black. It would look way nicer. I've seen photoshopped images of it, and I think it looks great. Um, unless someone had a custom one made, but do uh, you just leave it on NXT regular? Yeah. Oh, I feel like people would take it more serious on an NXT product. Yeah, yeah, and the cruiserweights need something to do, and I think Triple H produces them really well, better than they were before. True. Um, so NXT's got some interesting things happening. I don't really care about the ratings. I mean, unless you want to talk about them. NXT dipped a little bit this week. Um, what did they have? So it had 1.006 million viewers, which is down from the 1.179. All right, whatever. I'd still say a million viewers on a relatively new television product is still impressive. Yeah, yeah. And you got to watch, too, because there could be that slow climb. Like, hey, you need to turn and watch this right now. If they keep producing the television content that they do, um, and I thought this NXT was fun. We watched it at your house. Yeah. Um, also, speak, shout out to the network for actually working. Yeah, yeah. Uh, able to transition seamlessly from the net, from USA into the network. Keith Lee uh, versus Dominic Dijakovic. What a match, dude. That Keith Lee is the man. Um, we, we saw a lot of good stuff on there. So if you haven't checked out the NXT, I won't spoil anything for you guys. But make sure you guys go back and check it out. We've got some amazing matches coming up next week, too. Uh, all the titles are basically being defended. You've got the Street Profits versus the Undisputed Era for the tag titles. You have who's the women's match? Candice LeRae and Shayna, Shayna Baszler. Baszler. You have did they confirm the North American title on the line too? Yeah, that's um. Is it the rematch? Is it the rematch? I don't know. I don't know if they're having that yet with uh, Roddy and him, but I know that Adam Cole and um, Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle's happening next week too. Yo, that street fight was fun yesterday. So we're not going to talk about that. But yeah, no, yeah. I mean, it was fun. It was really good. I thought too. I don't think it was match of the night. No, you got outshined by your boy Keith Lee. <laughs> Bask in his glory, but it was fun. It was fun. So I don't really care about the ratings. It's not time to hit the panic button, people. So I know some people will be freaking out about that, but we don't really care about that. Uh, next up, Rob. WWE officially overhauls the announced teams for Raw and SmackDown, and they kind of give you a list and a rundown of things. Rob, I want you just to kind of read the teams for everybody, and then uh, you can basically break okay. it down, man. So I got my thoughts on the placement of who they put on these shows. I have a question, too, after all this. Okay. So on Raw, we have Vic Joseph, Jerry Lawler, and Dio Madden. Puppies! <laughs> <laughs> now, the reason why I do have, like, I don't want to say concerns, but it kind of confirms, like, our thoughts about Raw being placed in, like, the third slot. Jerry Lawler was the SmackDown commentator when SmackDown was in its worst days. <laughs> and, no, I love Jerry Lawler, too, but... Wait, what do you consider SmackDown's worst days? When it was, like, Raw B. Wait, what, which was, year is this? What was that, like, 09 through, like, until it became SmackDown Live? <laughs> I, I liked it with Punk. Oh, you're talking about the real bad times. Yeah, I, that's tough. Uh, also, I feel like we have 
Vic uh, Joseph, it's good to see him get his shot. I feel like Vic Joseph has been very solid on commentary. Oh, when he filled in for Corey Graves that one week, he was great. Yeah, he was a breath of fresh air, but he also probably didn't know what he was doing, and Vince was probably screaming. He's like, I'm just going to roll with this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And then Dio Madden, is is he done wrestling? Like, what's the deal with that? I guess. I think it's like a Byron Saxton type situation. Brendan Williams is just, if he does better with this, that's what he'll transition to. I mean, he saves his body. And I feel like they put him on this show because he played for the Jaguars, Tony Khan. Just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, Brennan Williams is actually an amazing football player. And I've known him for quite a while since he was just first starting getting into wrestling. Uh, I saw him on some podcasts and stuff, him and Shayna Baszler. And I thought they were really dope, and I thought they were going to be two future stars. So it was really good to see him stepping up into the spot. And I'm interested to hear the Raw team. I heard rumors that Jerry Lawler is short term too. They're still looking for someone to replace him. It'll probably be a woman, so I don't know though. Because my question is this: Here's what I was going to ask: Where does Byron Saxton fit in? I don't see his name. He might take over Jerry Lawler. That sucks, man. I mean, do you use him as an interviewer now? For now, like, what is he going to do in the short term? Chill out, collect the paycheck, <laughs> not get yelled at by Corey Graves. <laughs> ah, Corey's just a bully. <laughs> All right, so SmackDown, we have the A-team, Michael Cole, Corey Graves, and Renee Young as a special contributor. What does that mean? <laughs> oh, my God. Stop. Stop. And on NXT, we got the true A-team, Mauro Ronaldo, Nigel McGuinness, featuring Beth Phoenix. Wow. <laughs> it did not say that. He added that feature. I, I added that. That's all right. I mean, she does her thing. What happens to Aiden English, too, though? Like, there's a lot of people who it's like they're kind of left in limbo. Aiden English may have to suit back up and get in the ring. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, was there a reason he was just put on commentary after the whole Rusev Day thing? I feel like they just, just decided to try him. I think he's got he, a good voice. He's got a unique voice when he talks. If I had to pay someone to do one of my college speeches when I was in college, I'd pay Aiden English. I'm not <laughs> yeah. going to lie. The W-W. <laughs> but the interesting stuff that they have going on with everything. And speaking of Renee Young, I think they put Renee Young back into her element here. So we have a new show coming up called WWE Backstage. I know Josh from Brainbuster Radio was freaking out about this. He loves Renee Young. And I think Renee Young is great in this role. Number one, I'm going to say it. Talking Smack should have never went away. True. That shit was epic. And they just kind of pulled the rug from underneath Renee with that. And Daniel Bryan, too. They were they were having fun on the show. Personality was getting brought out. Think of it. Miz, Dolph Ziggler, a lot of those guys wouldn't have got a run if it wasn't for that show. You know what the problem is? The product got over without Vince's input. How <laughs> dare you? <laughs> so WWE and Fox Sports are launching this. Uh, it's going to be a weekly hour-long studio show on FS1. So make sure you check to see if you guys have that channel. And it's going to be starting Tuesday, November 5th. Um, Renee Young will be hosted on it. They brought up studio analyst Booker T will be on there as well. But they made it sound like they're going to be interchanging guests with legends and uh, other people on panels. Which is good. It gets more exposure on the uh, on that FS1 network. So let's let's read what they put out in the press release here. It says, WWE Backstage is a wrestling show for wrestling fans. From hardcore fans to people new to wrestling. We'll give them a little bit of everything, said Renee Young. It's going to be fun. It's going to be loud. And we're going to give them tons of opinions. And I can't wait to help spread the word about SmackDown coming to Fox. Who do you want to see on the show, Rob? Uh, well, 
I think it'd be smart to start with your first champ. The first guest should be the champion, so it's either going to be Kofi or Brock. <laughs> or Rosenberg. Peter Ro- oh. <laughs> I miss Rosenberg. Rosenberg. I like Rosenberg. Didn't he say some stuff like get him like ousted? I don't think so. I I've never felt like he said anything. I felt like JBL hated him. I don't know why. But it's going to be interesting to see what they do with it. Booker T being on the show. I think Booker T is best in that type of role. Yeah. You know, speaking of like uh, Rosenberg, I want to see Pat McAfee on there. Yeah, Pat McAfee deserves a, a Pat a McAfee's shot. entertaining as hell. Yeah, he should be on there. What does he do? Mostly the backstage stuff, right? He does that watch along and he does, um, uh, I know he does commentary on some of the Thursday night games. Yeah, give him a shot. Let him do something. Use him. You you brought him in for that reason. I say use him. Yeah, but he, I know he got in trouble with Michael Cole wearing shorts and a suit jacket. <laughs> I think they're cool, though, after that. They said <laughs> they, had, they, they talked it out. They had some words. Um, we have to bring up this other rumor. I, I want to know if you even believe this. The rumor is that John Morrison is either going to become Johnny Raw or Johnny SmackDown. He has signed a new contract with WWE. That was the whole rumor that started on Thursday. Um, Rob, what do you think of the entire evolution, I guess we'll say, of John Morrison since he left WWE? Um, he still doesn't know how to hit Starship Pain properly. That's a tough move, man. Make sure your opponent's in the right spot. But that's besides the fact. I can never pull that off, so <laughs> who am I to judge? I um, personally was like the neck breaker that he used to do. Yeah. Uh, Jomo. Yeah. <laughs> he. I mean, he used to uh, wrestle on Lucha Underground. Mm-hmm. Oh, Johnny, uh, what was it? Johnny Lucha or Johnny Underground or... Johnny, Johnny Mundo. Johnny Mundo. Then he was Johnny Impact and Impact Wrestling. Now he's just Johnny Gimmick name. I mean, we could see um, Johnny Developmental if he goes on NXT. Hey, man. <laughs> he could be great, man. I don't know. Johnny, Johnny Enhancement. I, I The guy's over. Do you think he never got his just due in WWE? Do you think he was always just slotted at that mid-card spot and they weren't going to let him rise up? Um, what was that? His last match was against Sheamus, that last man standing or something like that. Was that the last match he had? The I last thing I remember so. him doing was diving off the stage onto Miz, I think. Like, that was the last important thing, and then the Royal Rumbles things. Uh, either way, it'll be good to see him back. He's a talented guy. Still can't talk, but... <laughs> now, you sent me a message on this. Do you hope to see someone come with him? I really want to see Taya come in, but I think she's locked into her Impact contract for a while. Ty Valkyrie still the Impact Women's Champ, mm-hmm. I believe, or excuse me, Knockouts Champ. I, I ooh, don't don't have the Impact <laughs> fans come after me. My bad, my bad. But uh, she's got a lot going for herself. I, I like her as a talent. They were great in Lucha Underground. Lucha Underground exposed me to so many great wrestlers. I miss that show, man. I really do. Makes me sad that we don't have it anymore. It's, it's still in purgatory, so hasn't officially been canceled. Yeah, but it'll be cool though to see him come back. Maybe he'll make an appearance on the draft show if he is back. Feel like he kept himself in pretty good shape, and now I have yeah. an exclusive that just popped up during this recording. Wait, you have something you want to add? Um, as far as John Morrison, did they do bring him back? Team him back up with the Miz, make him heels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, have him go against the Colognes again. <laughs> no, we don't need that. Doing <laughs> the butt. <laughs> Remember they did that. Mm-hmm. Oh, bring that show back, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, what was it called? Uh, was it? It was a true Hollywood insider. No, no, no. Oh, dirt sheet. Yes. Yeah. There she was great. That was funny stuff, man. I missed that show. Boris <laughs> did. <laughs> uh, WWE, in an exclusive, plans to air NWA studio show on the WWE Network. 
So I'm going to take this with a grain of salt now. I don't know if this is true. It literally just popped up before I recorded this. The National Wrestling Alliance has been negotiating with WWE to bring their new NWA studio series to the WWE Network, but the deal is now on hold indefinitely. Uh, SC Scoops has learned that NWA pulled the trigger on the project, expecting to close the deal with WWE. The working plan was for NWA TV to be part of the upcoming WWE Network revamp which will include various tiers of programming and independent wrestling promotions. Without a deal in place, the NWA jumped the gun by announcing tapings, and the company has yet to announce a distribution channel for the show. Things fell apart when WWE shifted its short-term focus from the tiered WWE Network strategy to the expansion of NXT. According to a source familiar with the negotiations, they said with NXT moving to the USA Network as a live two-hour weekly broadcast, we're told plans to ramp up the tier network concept have been delayed. Uh, Rob, what do you think of the network doing that? Well, I'm actually in favor of the tiered uh, programming. You know, what was it? There's a free one, a $4.99 one, $9.99, a $14.99 one. Yeah. It's all still great deals, so... It's not too bad yet. Once it gets out of hand, we'll let you know because I'm sure wrestling fans will complain. As long as they keep continue to pack it with content and str- uh, the streaming is actually smooth, it's a great deal. Yeah, anytime you do an update, though, you got to wait for that stuff to uh, come through. So with this Billy Corgan thing, I'm going to read a couple more clips in here because it gets kind of long. But they also bring up WGN America told Billy Corgan he could pay for a time slot, but otherwise they were not interested. There were talks with Axis TV, but those fell through after Anthem, a.k.a. Impact Wrestling, got the sale for that. There were even talks with Joe Coff about bringing NWA TV to Ring of Honor's Honor Club streaming service. However, that deal fell through uh, when NWA kind of broke the ties with them. So this is different, man. Uh, Dave Lagan is exploring an option of NWA TV airing primarily on YouTube, but they are aware that this is not a viable source of ad revenue and needed. Uh, excuse me, that is needed to support the project. This predicament has led NWA reign in its budget. This is tough, man. This is tough. I don't know what NWA does with this. I don't know. I feel like with Billy Corgan, this is almost, it seems like it's a one-man operation right now. He's pouring a lot into it, so I hope it works out for him. Do you think he gets backers and lets other people get involved? But he probably doesn't trust people after the impact situation. And he's got Lagana. It seems like Lagana's all in with him. Yeah. So I hope it works out because I'm kind of excited for that one. And they need to figure it out soon because their first TV studio tapings are scheduled for September 30th and October 1st. So they're going to need to come up with something real quick. Real, real quick. (laughs) But uh, we'll have to see what they are going to do next. Uh, Guys, we're going to... Kick it to our good friends at Everything College Basketball. You'll hear a word from them, and then we'll be right back with more in the news. Everything Pro Wrestling, it's your boys from the Everything College Basketball podcast and Facebook group. I'm Josh Burton, letting you all know that if you like the college game, that there's only one spot to come find all you need to know. Yep, Josh, Peyton, and myself, Tyler. We are the three voices of ECB podcast and Facebook group. Peyton, tell them where they can uh, find us and listen to us at. Well, Tyler, you can find us on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and all other podcast hosting sites. Also, go join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups like Everything College Basketball. 
So if you want everything you need to know about the collegiate game or have a passion for it, there's only one spot that you need to check out on a weekly basis or a daily basis with the Facebook group. That's everything college basketball. Now let's get back to Conrad informing you on everything pro wrestling and the workings around it. Brother. All right. Big shout out to SE Scoops and uh, Cage Side Seats where uh, I'm getting all this. Is it Cage Side Seats? Cage Side News? Yeah. Cage Side, whatever. You guys know what the website is. I use that for the uh, WWE announcer stuff. But now we're going to talk about a little Ring of Honor. Now, by the time you guys listen to this, Death Before Dishonor will be over, but I'm sure there'll be a replay. Um, Rob, let's just make this some sort of we called some of these matches real quick. You want to kind of run through and maybe we'll predict what we think will happen real quick? Yeah, we can do that. Uh, Jay Lethal versus Jonathan Gresham. In my opinion, the student meets the teacher. Student meets the master. <laughs> Ooh, Leroy. If you don't know where that's from, you're too young. <laughs> Go ahead, though. Who do you got for this one? I'm going to say Gresham. Me too. I feel like Jay Lethal used to be that kid, though. Like, Remember in Ring of Honor when he first started? He was a young dude. Now I'm like, it's time to put old Yeller out, maybe, man. It's, it's kind of like the Samoa Joe Jay Lethal thing from back in the day. Yeah, yeah. It's very different, man. Uh, and I love Jay Lethal. Everywhere he went, Jay Lethal's been amazing. But Jonathan Gresham, it's his time, man. He's like Jay Lethal mixed with a Brian Danielson. You know, it's crazy how long Jay Lethal's been doing this. He's only in his early 30s. Yeah, but he looks beat, man. Like, he's worn from the athleticism that he puts on in every single match. He's always conducted himself like a real professional wrestler, put on good matches, never half-assed it. I give him his props. But that would be that should be a great match. Uh, we also have... What is this? Uh, is this first round of the number one contender tournament or no? Mar- no, Marty's girl Cole Cabana is uh, next. Um, Marty. I think this is going to be the time where they try to keep Marty now, even though his stuff's running out. I heard, listen, rumor has it, they made a big play for uh, Matt Taven, a big contract. And I heard they're going to do the same for Marty because they want to keep him. Marty's gone. You think so? I think so. <laughs> Me too. I mean, it's, it's inevitable. The dude's in the intro for being the elite still. And they still tease the whole dead friend thing. Um, yeah. And what, what about Colt? Any thoughts on Colt Cabana? He did a really cool interview with Chris Van Vliet. Shout out to one of my former guests on the show. Make sure you check that out in the archives. Um, I, I really enjoyed Colt Cabana talking wrestling. Colt Cabana inspired a lot of people like the Young Bucks and them to stay on the indies and do their own thing. Yeah. Well, what do you um, think of Boom Boom? I think he's gonna win this match. You do? Yeah. Ooh. Because this is a this is another uh, number one contender tournament match, right? I don't know if it is. I believe it is. So the way they have it on the site looks weird. So I don't know. But if it is, is Cole Cabana really you? He's like part time now, basically. I'm a bone. All right, we'll, we'll run with that. Uh, we have uh, this one says it's for final battle ROH world title number one contender tournament PCO versus Kenny King. Kenny King will have Amy Rose in his corner. Surprised she hasn't been sued for that name yet. Chill. Uh, Sega. <laughs> Sega. <laughs> uh, I got Kenny King winning that one. Me too. It's because PCO is probably going to do something to Did kill Kenny himself. Did Kenny King ever get his title shot from the Battle Royal? Uh, yeah. Oh, he took the mean out? Well, that's the end of that. <laughs> Women of Honor world title match. Kelly Klein versus the Allure's Angelina Love. I got Angelina Love. <laughs> I feel like Kelly Klein's going to win this. I think Angelina Love's going to put her over. They seem like they're in the veteran role now, the Allure. Or at least that's why they're in there. I think Mandy Leone will be the one to uh, take the title of anybody. 
That's just me. What? Go ahead. You sound like you, you got something to say about the Women of Honor title? No, no, no. I just feel like Angelina Love's going to take this one. She'll be like a placeholder champion until the final show of the year. Mm. How do you feel about the final show not being in New York City and it's in Baltimore? It, it, it comes down to marketing, man. It's poor advertisement. It was... But Ring of Honor fans are conditioned, I feel. Like, they know that yeah, the shows are coming. But Ring of Honor has been... It's like they're shooting themselves in the foot. Unintentionally, but... Get deep. Come on. Dig deep into this. <laughs> Ring of Honor has been on the downslope ever since, like, last year. Ever since the Elite left. And it's because they put all their eggs in one basket and they weren't able to uh, maintain... Yeah, that's that's a tough thing, man. And they, then you had like you had the stalwarts of the company, like Jay Lethal, uh, Cocabani, even the Briscoes, were all pushed aside for guys that weren't going to be around forever. I don't think that they were pushed to the side though. Jay Lethal was the world champ. The problem was that they were the most popular thing on the show. They were closing shows that maybe you shouldn't have been doing that. Maybe you should have kept a Jim Cornette in there. Cornette would have, I don't know. I feel like he sees things like that coming. I know a lot of people don't like Corny, but I'm just <laughs> saying, I think Cornette's the man uh, when it comes to knowing the wrestling business. Let's get back into this, though. Uh, ROH World Television title champion Shane Taylor versus Flip Gordon versus Tracy Williams. Do they pull the belt off Shane? Is that storyline or is he actually leaving? <laughs> I feel it's a storyline. Okay, let's say, let's say it is storyline. Shane Taylor defends. If he actually is leaving... If he actually is leaving, I think I'm going to go with Tracy Williams. Ooh, you are. I'm going with Flip, Flip, Flip. I like Flip, man. You think Flip's going to take over uh, Villain Enterprises? I think so. If Marty has to go, why not? Or have him change the name of the group and become something else. It's too popular of a group, I feel, to just knock it off. Uh, ROH World Tag Title Match. We got the Briscoes versus Bandino and Mark Haskins, Lifeblood. Oh, man. Do you go with the shock win with Bandito? Shout out to Bandito, too, for winning uh, PWG Bola 2019. See, I've already picked two titles to change hands already, so I think the Briscoes are going to retain. Reach for the sky, boy. I'm going with the Briscoes, too. I can't go against them. I just feel like they're they're the mainstay of the tag division. And last but not least, ROH World Title Match, Matt Taven versus Roosh. Or Rush, for those who don't know. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm going to pick Matt Taven to retain. Oh, you're tripping, bro. I feel like, no, I feel like his boys are going to get involved. I'm, I'm taking Roosh. So once you guys listen to this, you'll know if we were right or wrong. But you can share your laughs later and see who was way right and way wrong between <laughs> me and Rob. I'm going with Roosh. I think we're going to get a new champion. I don't think. Oh, I'd love to see it. I, the, if everything's down, you got to change stuff. I say you go with Roosh, man. Roosh and Bandito, let those guys run to the top. Now, imagine if this was a squash match the same way it was with uh, Dalton Castle. Stop. That's how you close the show. Well, you can't do that if you're offering Taven big money, too. But you got a point, though. He does have the contract thing over there, too. That's why I picked him to win. All right. I'll let it rock. I'll let it rock. Um, And we're going to get into some of that stuff with Matt Taven here in a second. But the mercenary of Villain Enterprises, Flip Gordon, recently spoke with Sports Illustrated. I like that. They're getting some Sports Illustrated love, too, when it comes down to all of this. Uh, he opened up about working with the villain, Marty Skrull, his goals in Ring of Honor, and who he'd like to wrestle in the Tokyo Dome. Because Marty and Flip take Japan. <laughs> you know what, Rob? I'll let you take over on this one. All right. So we got a quote here from the article. 
this is a chance to work with Marty, who is someone I'm really close with and someone I call a friend. And that's been really special. Gordon admitted. It's also showed me the opposite side of being a villain, which has been great. And an opportunity with the television title would give me a chance to elevate that belt even higher. And for those who think I was fired by Marty, I have some breaking news. I was rehired, but you need to go watch it on uh, Villain Enterprises TV to see more. And this is why I actually picked, um, well, I didn't pick uh, Marty, not Marty, uh, Flip Gordon to take that match for the television title. So I feel like it's going to lead to something different where he's going to take over Villain Enterprises. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe we're going to think Marty's acting different mm-hmm. and then whoop, whoop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's getting clobbered. Crack that umbrella right over his head. Uh, let's talk about the Tokyo Dome ambitions. Now, he brought up the Tokyo Dome. Uh, Gordon points to fellow ROH talent and former ROH world champion Jay Lethal as his ideal opponent. He added that although he's wrestled Jay Lethal a few times, he'd want Lethal to be gunning for him. Uh, he said, quote, gunning for me after I win the television title. Beyond that, however, is his dream of becoming the ROH world champion. I see myself being the Ring of Honor world champion someday. That's something I have to accomplish. Once I set a goal, I'd go for it until I accomplish it. What what, what do you think is holding Flip back that no one's really picked him up? Hey, he does that floss dance. <laughs> eh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's heel heat for anybody. He um, booed Mark on Stone when he did it. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with this. I do think that Flip Gordon will take over the group in some way, shape, or form. I still think they could rename it, but who knows? Flip's got a Flip's got a chance. Maybe they even go babyface with them after too, which would be the smart thing if Marty's the villain. Yeah, kick him out because of that. But let's get into Matt Taven and this contract status. Now I know you love Matt Taven. Chill. <laughs> uh, the ROH World Heavyweight Champion opened up about his status with the promotion. During the interview, he was asked about his contract expiring this month. This is where he noted that the fans don't have to, the fans don't get to have too many surprises in the business. So he's keeping this one close to the best. He said, This is a life changing decision and a million different things go into it. So I have to weigh my options no matter what. I'm grateful for every opportunity I've given so far in my career, and I don't forget where I came from. I'm just going into this with an open mind and let the chips fall where they may. Sounds like he's got a promo here a little bit. But uh, as of this writing, there have been no reports on if he plans to stay with the Baltimore-based promotion or test out the free agent market. Taven is in a good spot either way. The reason for that is due to several promotions such as WWE, AEW, New Japan, Ring of Honor. I can't see any of them wanting Taven, though. Is that bad? I can see him going out to NXT. <laughs> I, I call his bluff if I'm Ring of Honor, but this is probably why I don't do business. So I call him the bluff like, you ain't going nowhere. But I wouldn't it be great if he pulled off like a, like a Brian Pillman deal and they let him go and he actually signed somewhere else? Maybe you could book him as like the the other cuck with, um, <laughs> wow. with Mike and Ellis and they reform the kingdom. I'm just throwing it out there. Adam Cole puts them in the Undisputed Era. Let me stop. They'll call it the Queendom. We are running them around. The ba- Bad Idea City. Um, guys, we're going to end this podcast talking about AEW. Lots to talk about with this. Uh, but we have one last ad before this uh, for Gorilla Press. So make sure that you guys check them out. And we'll be right back to end the podcast talking some AEW. 
Hey everyone, David Conrad here, owner of the Gorilla Position Wrestle Store. We're an online store headquartered in San Antonio, Texas, bringing you the best in original wrestling shirts, accessories, collectibles, and more. We're glad to be partnering with Brain Buster Radio, and to thank them, and to thank you, we're offering 10% off all purchases with the coupon code BRAINBUSTA. That's B-R-A-I-N-B-U-S-T-A. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under at GP Russell Store, or check out our website, www.gprustlestore.com. Remember, when you want the best wrestling experience, you gotta hang out in gorilla position. All right, enough laughing. We had some uh, offbeat shenanigans during that commercial break. Folks, we're at the end here. Let's talk a little AEW, man. There's been a lot of AEW stuff in the news, controversy. But let's talk about something new that I didn't see today. I really avoid a lot of the wrestling news, if you haven't been able to tell. Uh, I didn't. Ha- I had no clue about the NWA thing, about them potentially going on the network, and now that's on hold. But we have AEW reveals collaboration with DC Comics. Cody Rhodes took to Twitter a few days ago to announce that DC Comics Batman was hashtag all elite. This has been an ongoing joke, so I didn't know to take this serious or not when I saw it. He uploaded the post in honor of Batman Day. Now, however, All Elite Wrestling, AEW, and TNT have revealed their partnership with the comics publisher. Talking to social media, AEW shared images of, with, of both excuse me, John Moxley and AEW world champion Chris Jericho as part of their AEW-DC collaboration. The images were drawn by Howard Porter, who has provided art for DC's Justice League and Flash comic book series. The first upload features Jericho with the AEW championship slung over his shoulder. He is wearing his Painmaker spike jacket, a.k.a. Mom said you have to take me to the mall jacket. (laughs) His hat, makeup with his hands raised. Uh, It's the one where he has the abs as well. Uh, The following caption accompanied, accompanied, excuse me, by the image, who can stop Le Champion? And uh, they kind of tagged him and everything else in it. Um, pretty dope. And I'm looking right at the image of it. I like it. Pretty dope, right? Oh, yeah. Might now, even, I might even have to make that the cover photo for this. <laughs> but you know what? This is just another. They can't be original. WWE had comics years ago. <laughs> no, uh, so I'm just kidding. WWE did have a comic uh, deal with Dark Horse, right? I think so. They had. I remember I had the Ultimate Warrior and the Undertaker ones. Those were pretty dope. Uh, I know they revived you with Rey Mysterio. Yeah, yeah. I mean, comic books are cool. I think comic books and wrestling fans just go hand in hand. Look yeah, at Johnny Gargano, dude. His attires are the dopest things at those takeover specials. How come he can't win in them? The X the X Men always win. You're not living up to the standards, Mister Mister Wrestling. <laughs> you leave him alone. All right, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He's NXT for life. He's got a new dope shirt, by the way. But back to uh, AEW, I like that they're going to be partnering up with DC. I think the comic book look is pretty dope. Even the Ambrose grainy one, this reminds me kind of a lot of, dare I say, Incredible Hulk when I see it more so than anything. What do you see? I don't know. The way that they got the filter on there kind of reminds me of the old Swamp Thing ones. Ooh, I love Swamp Thing. Mm -hmm. Shout out to uh, the action figures. I was talking to Super uh, Mark Show, I believe is his name. Uh, he does the Boris stuff. He does the half face on Twitter. Love that dude. I did not know he was a toy collector, man. He had so many toys. It brought me back to my childhood. Uh, good stuff though. But Ambrose picture looks great. Jericho's picture looks great too. Uh, I know people were trying to make fun of him for having abs in it. Jericho will mess you up, man. <laughs> so don't mess with that dude. And also the Judas effect is over. 
You, you like it now? I love that move. I've never right. not liked it. Uh, okay. Some people are hating on it. It's just the elbow. And he's like, yeah. I beat two people with it. Like, <laughs> you get hit with that elbow. Chris Jericho is doing some pretty bad insults of people on Twitter, too. I'm going to have to see if I uh, can find these real quick because they definitely made me laugh. I won't repeat the person's name because it's already jacked up that Chris Jericho had to be the guy to dog you really bad. Hey, it happens, man. No, th- these were unnecessary. Uh, Chris Jericho, like, quote tweets and oh you better consider yourself lucky hold on what is this (laughs) i'm just gonna leave this here walter equals the worst wrestling name ever just saying worse than beaver cleavage (laughs) and jericho put yep (laughs) so it's just (laughs) bad uh here's another one where he's talking about his move there he said uh (laughs) this guy so then they go back and forth in that same thread with this with the walter name and then he goes, and the Judas effect might be the worst finisher ever. I've won with it two times, so I guess you're just a dumb idiot. It's a dead finisher and lazy. No lazier than naming yourself Walter. Was Larry or Warren taken? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hashtag Jericho's the man. But Chris Jericho brought up some very interesting points with it. Walter ain't deserve that, though. No, no. I just think he hates the name, though. And, and Walter's a bad boy. I think Jericho and Walter got to tear it up match, man. I think they do very well, especially with the uh, the fake-out walls of Jericho and to all these other moves. I really think it would be dope. And like I said, I don't hate the Judas Effect. I'm okay with it. It works for me. As long as you keep beating people with it, no complaints. Because he's had so many moves that just meant nothing after a while. Rob... Here's kind of the main focus of AEW this week before we get to the TV deal. Actually, there's something else that I want to bring up, too, after this. Remind me to bring it up with about Cody. So let's talk about the AEW UK TV deal. Please tell me you saw this crap fest online that people were going in, going nuts at certain points of time when it came to this. Um, basically... AEW announced the UK TV deal. I don't know if people were spoiling it early or what happened, but here's the deal with it. ITV Wrestling um, basically said, Announcement, ITV is to show brand new weekly wrestling show AEW Dynamite on free-to-air television from next month. The run will start with, excuse me, wait. The run will start with the two-full-hour show uh, on ITV4 on Sunday the 6th of October at 8.20, followed by a one-hour highlights program on ITV on Monday, October 7th at 11.45. And Tony Khan commented back saying, we'll work together to ensure that there will always be free-to-air broadcasts of the most recent episode of AEW Dynamite before Saturday's pay-per-views, including Full Gear. We'll also be announcing a live viewing solution for the UK and other many countries with great AEW fans. Thank you. So what do you think of that deal, Rob? Not airing the shows until Sunday? They air live Wednesday? Is four days too much? Yeah, people are going to illegally stream it anyways, though. <laughs> and, and the other thing he was talking about, the other option was later on announced that it's going to be on Fight TV internationally. So Fight TV is going in with this. It's going to be a kind of like subscription service. Uh, So it'll be available in numerous countries and regions outside the U.S., Canada, including the United Kingdom, Ireland, Australia, Japan, Italy, Spain, Chile, Brazil, and the Middle East. 
AEW Plus will feature a two-hour show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for $4.99 monthly subscription price on Fight. And I believe it's like $2.99 or $1.99 for the individual shows. Oh, excuse me, right here, $2.99. So that's a lot. You might as well get the, the monthly subscription if you're going to do that. What do you think, Rob? Crap deal? I, mean, I, I, I went on Twitter, so. and there was – the UK fans hated this to an extent, and other UK fans were like, this is cool, though. Because, look, people in Australia get to watch it now. Josh was worried he couldn't watch it, and he was kind of complaining about it. I wouldn't say complaining. He was kind of just expressing his gripes and then because he felt like, you know, Australia's forgotten about sometimes. And this came out, boom, now he's got access to watching it. It's not a bad deal. It's five bucks a month. You get four or five shows a month, plus everything else that comes with Fight TV. And it's live. It's, it's kind of like their own network. It's either that or you can pay a monthly cable or satellite di- bill, which is... Well, they made it sound like it's free to us. I'm like, dude, I pay a hundred-something bucks for cable. I really want to get rid of it, to be honest. Yeah, same. But you're stuck with it for the time being, and that's just where it's going to be at this point. Like I said, I'm not affected by it, so I really don't have a hard opinion on it, but it sounds like a good deal to me. I'm not mad at it either. I think that it's okay. I don't like the deal for the ITV, though. I think Maybe ITV wants proof of numbers before they put them in a prime slot, but they got to go with this, I think. See, but TV contracts are kind of tricky, too. Right, and some people say, how do you know that they were able to do some of these things during the contracts? What did Tony Khan know? We don't know all that stuff, and we're not privy to it because they're not a publicly traded company, and even if it was, you don't have to know all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So it'll make things interesting in the future for it. Um, And this will lead us to kind of a cool moment here to talk about with Cody Rhodes and everything else that they've got going on. Um, There was a show basically lined up with guys from, I think it was NXT UK, 205 Live, if I have this correct. And Southside Wrestling was uh, very sad. They announced that they had to pull the WWE talent from the show. They put out this big announcement. Uh, This is their farewell show, right? I, I don't know if it was their farewell show. Yes, from our final show. They had Leguero, Joseph Connors, uh, Kaylee Ray. Uh, they had a bunch of people. So they were going to miss out on this. But then Cody Rhodes tweeted back today with the quote tweet saying, let me see if I can help. What do you think of the move? Was Cody in the wrong? Is he trying to steal thunder from NXT? Not at all. I feel like this is just a nice gesture. And let's see, let's see what happens. I It gets... His brand noticed. I I don't see it as a bad thing. I think it's kind of cool that he's doing that, representing the smaller companies. It's not even that, though. Like, if WWE or their fans get mad about this, how does this affect you in any way? You decided to pull the talent. (laughs) That's a fact, man. And you can't really avoid anything going on with those type of situations. I hope this ain't just an empty, empty gesture either. I hope he follows through with it. Yeah, yeah, uh, I can agree with that. And, Rob, I'm going to put a quick little pause on this for a second. And I want to talk to you about the weekly schedule programming. Rob, this has been a fun episode. Kind of nice to talk with someone else about wrestling, especially someone who I didn't get any of their thoughts on some of this stuff. I know I saw you type a couple things up on the Facebook group. But uh, very interesting with what's going on in the world of pro wrestling. Um Two quick other things that I was just going to kind of talk about really quickly. WWE 2K20 announced their universe mode stuff. Felt like patch notes more than any like real updates on anything. 
I feel like that game's just gonna have to be overhauled now that Visual Concepts has taken over the engine. Like, just do it if you're gonna do it. So I've been saying for years, man. It's it's time for that engine to go. It's time to scrap it. Period. And uh, Jushin Liger, man. I'm I'm gonna keep talking about this, dude. I'm going to cry at Wrestle Kingdom 14. I'm going to cry, bro. Um, what did you think of uh, his interaction with Suzuki? Suzuki deserved it. Well, he's a bastard. I wouldn't say it to his face ever, though. <laughs> but uh, him bringing out the is it Kishin? Kishin Liger. Kishin Liger. I'm bad with the pronunciations, but Kishin Liger, amazing. We've seen him busted out with Great Muda. Uh, that was my favorite one out of all of them. You have a particular favorite? Woo! <laughs> yeah, that's just good, good stuff. But. Rob, let's end this on a positive note. Let's talk about all the pro wrestling that we do have access to. Let's just run down what most wrestling fans are probably going to be watching on their television sets coming up. Yeah. So this Monday, you'll have Monday Night Raw. That's going to be live, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You guys are going to watch that on USA Network. Uh, Brief outlook on Raw, Rob? I keep pushing the theme. What, what do you think about the? So do you think he stays there, The Fiend? I heard SmackDown wants him, too. Like, I think whatever SmackDown wants, they're going to get, and Paul Heyman's going to be left with the Misfits, kind of, and that's why they kept him on Raw, and he could deal with the backlash of the three hours. <laughs> that's that's kind of sad if I think about it. Yeah. But, but I think Paul can do better with nothing than Eric. Do you know what I mean? Eric Bischoff, I think, is there because he knows how to work with these big wig networks. He's like, listen, he's trying to do this. This is what we're going to do. Boop, 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 set up the deals. I think Bischoff's there more for the corporate aspect, and Heyman's there for the creative aspect. Boo, Bischoff. I, I don't I don't hate Eric Bischoff that much. <laughs> that much. <laughs> I, I I like Eric Bischoff. I mean, he, he brought Vince to his knees, man. He's the only one who I've ever seen do it. Yeah, he was the... He's like the 50-center wrestling man. He got rich and stopped trying. <laughs> Terrible. So, you outlook on Raw. Positive? No. Really, you think it's still going to be down the tubes? Yeah, especially if they're going to focus everything on SmackDown. I feel like it's going to be like the role reversal of SmackDown in its worst years. But Raw is just recapping what happened on Friday. Rematch City. We'll see what happens. I think Vince, though, you think Vince has that attachment still to the Raw name? Though, like, he probably thought of it. He's like, ah, Monday Night Raw. It's my baby. We'll see. We'll see. Tuesdays. Starting October 29th, but I believe they're going to be showing like some reruns of pay-per-views and everything else. Impact Wrestling's on Axis TV. Hopefully you have that in your local area. So Tuesday nights belong to Impact Wrestling, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Axis TV. Best move I thought they made. I'm glad that they got in on that Axis TV. I'm glad TV. they got it too. And all the people out there that have been preying on their downfall, wishing they just go out of business or sell to Vince, just want the tape library on the network. You're, you're, you're bad fans. Not even that, dude, but it's just weird. TNA is like a cat with nine lives. Like, anytime <laughs> I think they're down and out, they just pop right back up and they're there. I'll say this in the most respectful way. When the apocalypse hits or the nuclear holocaust happens, two things are going to survive. Cockroaches and impact wrestling. <laughs> you are terrible, my friend. <laughs> terrible. Um... Wednesdays. Wednesdays are jam-packed. This is the night I think everybody should be looking forward to. We've got NXT on USA at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, but also we now have 
All Elite Wrestling on TNT. Rob, the big comparison and contrast, you're watching live Wednesday, right? Yeah. What are you watching and what's getting the pause? Are you going to be flipping? What are you doing? Oh, well, if I have the opportunity, I'm going to try to flip, but I think I'm going to focus on All Elite because NXT is going to be on the network the next day, right? Yeah. So that's why I'm like, you can't really be too upset with that. Uh, it's a win, I think. I'm going to watch AEW. I plan on doing a review afterwards on Wednesday, so you're more than welcome to be part of that if you want. I'm pretty sure Derek and everyone and their mom will be over here trying to watch it. So <laughs> check out some All Elite Wrestling. I hope that we get a really good first show and we get some indication on what they're going to be doing exactly. With them, there's more uh, openness. We really don't know what's going to happen. NXT, we kind of get the formula at this point with the yeah. two-hour show and how they're doing it. But NXT's going to bring it, man. They got three big title matches already on their show. And some people believe that there could be a fourth with the NXT UK Championship being defended. So that's your Wednesday nights. Uh, Also, Thursdays, we brought up NXT UK earlier. We have that happening. So don't forget to check that out on the WWE Network at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That'll be. But we also have Beyond that's going to be on IWTV Live. Uh, Uncharted Territory. I believe that's a digital type of thing with them. So Beyond Wrestling is not bad, folks. A lot of people came from there that are like stars now, especially the guys from Evolve. If you watch a lot of them, they come from places like Beyond. Uh, They've had Orange Cassidy there. Lots of good people. Uh, The retro sexual Anthony Green. I think he, is he just the retro now? The retro Anthony Green? Yeah. Yeah, they had to take that retrosexual part out. But I interviewed him right before he uh, started with Evolve. And really dope, man. So nothing but respect for him. And Friday nights, SmackDown. Come on. What you got for it? Are you excited for this a little bit? I- I'm hyped a little to see it on Fox, man. I'm, t- I'm not hyped for that main event because I know what's going to happen. But <laughs> You really think Kofi's going down that easy? Yes, I do. I think they're going to let him get a little bit of fight, you know. Is Kofi no longer a main eventer after that? Sad to say, but yes. He's not? No, he, he won't be. That's sad. I, I really wish that wasn't true. But Fox is going to be a big deal for WWE. There's going to be a lot of cross-promotion, whether it be baseball, football. This is a good thing for WWE. Opens them up to a wider audience. And if they can actually deliver, it could lead to even better things for them. But they got to get their heads out there, behinds, and really put their best foot forward with putting on a quality show that Fox is going to want and the people are going to want. Now, I got a question for you. Do you know what network the Super Bowl is going to be airing on this year? Is it going to be Fox or um, CBS? I thought it was. Isn't it ABC usually? No. Is it always CBS? NBC. NBC. That's the one I'm thinking of. I, I thought I always think it's on NBC. I haven't seen it on Fox in years. I just want to know because, you know, their relationship with NBC Universal, they also have one with Fox now. Do you think Vince is going to find a way to get uh, XFL, get XFL advertisements on those networks? He, he's, You know what? He's shaking a lot of hands, though. He might be able to meet some people who could actually help him with the XFL stuff. It's going to be interesting. Do you think it survives? What, the XFL? Yeah. I hope it does. I'd like it to be more like a farm system. Versus, like, actually competing. Like, you could pick up guys from there, but we'll see what happens. Oh, it's going to take place on the offseason of the NFL, so. 
Yeah. That's but, how you get football year round. As long as it's good football, I'm okay with it. Yeah, yeah. And I like when they did the different stuff. No coin toss. They would fight over the ball. Probably least the concussions. Was, no, that was dumb. I like that. That was different, man. Remind me of Fumbly Rumbly as a kid, man. <laughs> if you've never played Fumbly Rumbly or if you're a UK listener, I apologize. But uh, it's a football game and it's lots of fun. Google it. Um, don't forget, we've got WOW! Women of Wrestling. A lot of great wrestlers coming from there. Uh, the recently signed to NXT, Santana Garrett. WOW's been around for a long time. And if you like Glow, I think you'll like WOW. If you like the TV show and you're like, man, I wonder what the shows were like back in the day. This is a perfect example of what it was. See, I usually work Saturday nights, but I want to try to catch that. I haven't been able to, but uh, WOW Women of Wrestling is on Axis TV at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Saturday. Now, we also have MLW Fusion. They're on every Saturday night at 9 p.m. on, what is this, Bean Sports? Yeah. And they also are on YouTube. Is it still Mondays? Yeah, 6.05. Oh, I wonder where they got that. (laughs) This is the biggest home in professional wrestling. Shout out to Tony Schiavone. Um, Yeah, MLW Fusion. I like MLW, too. They've got some good. Jacob Fatu is that boy. I'm telling you, as soon as that contract's up, someone's scooping him for some bread. He's going to the with the fam. Mm-hmm. I like Jacob Fatu still though. Uh, anyone else you see as a big star there? I mean MJF's with AEW. Brian already. Pillman Jr. I love Brian Pillman Jr. I can't believe no one's wanted him yet, but maybe oh, it's I'm quite he's sure they won. I think he's playing the long game. What about DH Smith? Well, he just gave an interview last week, something saying like, "Oh, the door's been open for me to come back." Um, I feel like he's trying to build his stock back up as well. Mm-hmm. I can see him in Impact even, though. It's like a top player there. Yeah. There's lots of potential. And then don't forget, we have New Japan Pro Wrestling every Saturday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Axis TV. New Japan Pro Wrestling is good. It's a little bit behind. I cannot recommend more to anybody to get on that New Japan world. It is phenomenal. If you guys want that Wrestle Kingdom, if you want to see some of the greatest matches in New Japan Pro Wrestling history... You're I still think they it. need like a, a mobile app or a smart TV app. Definitely. I'm sick of this fire stick, man. <laughs> yeah, they should really get something for that. But with time, because then you know once they do that, there's going to be errors, issues. They're going to have to reset up everything all over again. Um, oh, one more thing, too. We also got a ROH's weekly show that airs on um, the local syndicated yeah. uh, television show. Wherever Sinclair Network is. It comes on uh, Fox here. Yeah, up here it's on Fox or. Um, was it was channel eight my TV? Yeah, yeah. So that's on Saturday nights and Sunday nights. Yeah, Ring of Honor is on at weird times all the time though. Mm-hmm. Like you can catch it. I was at uh, work sometimes when I used to work, and we'd have the TV on, and then Ring of Honor would be on. So but yeah, like, there's there's just a lot of stuff going on. There's lots of good wrestling. No reason to watch something if you don't like it, in my opinion. If you don't like it, there's find something else. I, I'm no, having a hard time. No, no, you get online and you complain about it. That's the way. Yeah, they've been doing that since the 90s. I don't want to hear it anymore. Listen, get on. Find something you like. Talk to people in the wrestling community if you're looking for something new. I've been watching New Japan for years. I think I've been watching longer than most people would probably like to believe. Uh, He put me on way back in the day with Bob Sapp and all him. (laughs) I'm crying that I even watched when Bob Sapp was on there because that was some rough times. But there's lots of good stuff coming on. I, I still like WWE. I want them to be better. But at this point, I've kind of listened to AEW. I'm interested in that. I like Impact Wrestling. I want Ring of Honor to pull through. They need to come up with something. They got to adapt. I want everybody to be successful. Successful. Um, I just, I love wrestling. I want to watch wrestling. 
That's right. So make sure you guys check out all the latest in wrestling. If you haven't, click the subscribe button to Brain Buster Radio. We have great podcasts coming up almost every single day. You guys get a little bit of a day off on Sundays, but we're also doing stuff on Twitch, YouTube. So make sure you guys follow us on all our media platforms. Links down below. And also make sure you guys check out everything pro wrestling. I've got my own links down below too. I do YouTube channel reviews and you guys can catch out all the merch uh, catch all the merch that Rob actually makes for us. So shout out to Rob for that. And yeah, we're gonna keep killing it. And yeah, we got a couple more coming out too. Yeah, and big shout out to Chris too, who uh, helped us out with the AEW logo. Appreciate you for that, Chris. So thank you very much for that. And we got some awesome stuff coming. So this is EPW show. We're out, Rob. Peace. Peace. Yeah.